after him. Dad, is that an Easter hen?
Father, we also wish to thank Thee for all those temporal gifts that You have bestowed upon us. this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever which 
never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, fall on us and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in a green tree, what shall be done in the dry? And there were also two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiments and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. If he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar. And saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrews. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Father <coughs> answering, rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was a darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Now when the 
centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And all the people that came together to that site, beholding the things which were done, smote their breasts and returned. And all his acquaintance and the women that followed him from Galilee stood far off, beholding these things. Amen. Uh, events and the no, death, like, 
emotionally and even physically they had beaten him prior to this. And they had mocked him and ridiculed him and taunted him. And then after all that, they gave him this cross to carry so that they could crucify him. But he stumbled and he could not carry that cross alone. So it says that and as they led him away, they laid hold upon one Simon. And they laid that cross on him as well, that he might bear it after Jesus. And as these events were unfolding, of course there were many people watching. It had made a noticeable scene in the city. And there were both the followers of Jesus and those who did not believe in him, who wanted to see what would happen. But our text first mentions these who were followers of Jesus. They were mothers and they wept for Jesus. Possibly as a mother they may have been able to empathize this way that Jesus is the son of, of, of one mother. And maybe it was especially difficult for them to see someone whom they loved, who was their teacher, who was their savior, to be subject to so much pain and scorn. But we see how Jesus comforted them. And when we remember the life of Jesus, the one thing that we might think of or come, that might come to mind is how he preached the gospel to the poor. He healed the sick. He comforted and uplifted the weary. And so even as he was in much anguish, wanted to comfort these sisters. He told them not to 
weep for him, but to weep for yourselves and for your children. And I thought this next verse was most striking when he said that, for behold, the days are coming in which they shall say, Blessed are the bare, and the wounds that never bear, and the paps which never give suck. When I read that, it brought me back to our time and how we see much of this in our world that we live in. There is a great fear, it seems, within the people of this world of what the future holds for God's earth, for this creation. And many people have so much fear that they will not accept children. You were fast asleep. They do not wish to bring those children into this world. And many others, even some of those that do not bring children into this world, are upset by those who have children, and especially those who have more children. And so I think already in our time we hear this message that some say blessed are the barren and the wounds that never bear. Man in his carnal wisdom has decided that because of the fear of the future it would be better to not have children and maybe they feel that in this way they are sparing those children whatever the unknown fear might be. And I think as believers, this might be close to us also, that we would fear the future, that we would wonder if our children will have the same peace and secure 
world to thrive and that we have enjoyed. But I think Jesus' words here are very reassuring to us. And they simply say to us today that we can believe. We can trust that God has even considered these things and will provide for us and our children that which he knows according to his plan. And then our text continues and it begins to speak of those malefactors who were also to be put to death with Jesus. And as they were continuing, they came to the place which is called Calvary. And there they were put on the cross. And it says, and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. And so there were the soldiers carrying out these executions or these these uh, death penalties for these three people. And although Jesus in the form of man must have felt some uncomfortness and pain. He again shows us his boundless love and patience. And he even says to those speaking to his father he asks that father forgive them for they know not what they do Jesus knew that it wasn't the soldiers personally who had put him to death He knew that no matter what had transpired earlier, the cross was his only fate because he knew that scriptures must be fulfilled. And that if the scriptures were not fulfilled, 
we today would be lost in our sins and all the work that Jesus had previously done would have been in vain. And so he understood and he knew that the only outcome would be this, that he must suffer and die. We can also read here how as they hung them on the cross, those that had followed from the city, they came and continued to deride him. And I guess questioned him in this way that they wanted him to prove that he was Jesus the son of God and if it were true to show them by being removed from the cross Jesus did not engage with them. He hung there silently. And another of the Gospels he even spoke that if he wanted he could have called to his father and his father would have sent 12 legions of angels and they could have spared him from this fate but he reminded that how then would the scriptures be fulfilled? And certainly when we read these events, when we bring ourselves to be there with him at that time we can we can see how much agony he was in but it wasn't those nails that held him it was
can continue reading about those malefactors. And we probably remember very well how the one wanted to be relieved of his condemnation. It seems that he had no remorse for what he was being crucified for. But he had hoped that maybe Jesus could save himself and this malefactor at the same time. But the other malefactor, he, we can see that he felt remorse for his wrongdoings. And he rebuked that other malefactor and told him that we are here to hang rightfully so because we have done wrong and this is what we deserve. But this man in the middle he has done nothing amiss. And he turned to Jesus and he said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Isn't this even the hope that we have as believers that we could remain believing and that when Jesus comes that he would be that he would remember us and so we can see how God had moved this man's heart and he believed that this man was innocent and Jesus turned to him and said verily I say unto thee today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And it was about the sixth hour and there was a darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened 
and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. We remember that the temple had this place that was divided from the front part of the temple and it was called the most holy place and it was where the high priest would go one time per year to make atonement for his sins and for the sins of others. And this was part of the Old Testament. The way that those believers of old had traveled and made atonement for at that time. And so when Jesus was on the cross and was dying, it says that the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. Right in the middle, this curtain was torn and it opened the most holy place. What does this mean? I believe it is a picture of this that now Christ has that perfect sacrifice had paid the price in full and all now have access to that most holy place. The things of the Old Testament believers were finished and done away with. And now this grace of the atonement of sins could be accessed by all. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, 
into thy hands I commend my spirit. And two of the other gospel texts, those writers have also included that Jesus also said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And it might, at first, seem odd that he would speak words of that nature because we know that he understood why he was to be sacrificed. We know that he went there willingly and that he could have called those angels. And so it we might ask why he would say that why have you forsaken me? But through faith, I think we can understand this. If we reflect for a brief moment, Did God forsake him? Or, dear brother and sister, did we forsake him? It was because of sins and because of my sins that Christ experienced the full wrath of God he bore it So that you and I could be spared from that wrath. And dear brother and sister, maybe you are like me. to consider how much suffering you have caused our Savior. Let me realize how much love he has shown to you. Amen. 
you may find yourself I was thinking scrambled eggs for breakfast. Most yeah, I was thinking about that. I haven't had that for a long time. But be encouraged, dear child of God. This is God's work. He saw it good. And we rejoice that we don't understand his goodness even. But even today, as we remember those things, just as you have come, you have permission to uplift your hearts and to believe all of your sins and your doubts and your failings forgiven through the name and blood of Jesus. Our text concludes with, with these few verses. Now when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And all the people that came together to that sight, beholding the things which were done, smote their breasts and returned. So here we have again one individual a centurion who witnessed those events and he was convinced that this must have been a righteous man and it said that he glorified God but we remember that there was still this crowd of people from the city, those who did not believe in Jesus, that he was the son of God. They did something quite different. It says that they smoked their breasts they eat upon their chests and return back to the city. The power and the pain and suffering of Christ dying on the cross did not soften their hearts and this is the mystery of God's kingdom we don't know why God moves the hearts of some such as the one malefactor 
for the centurion. But to others, he does not move their heart. And this is also a sobering reminder to us that we need to hold faith personal and close and to care for our matters on the way and the journey because there is no guarantee. God has no obligation to move our heart if we forsake him. And then in the last verse, we are brought back to those followers of Christ and all his acquaintance and the woman that followed him from Galilee stood far off beholding these things. Certainly for those who were believing they must have had so many questions. They must have wondered if they really witnessed what they thought they had. But they stood far off beholding these things. I believe they desire to trust. They did not understand, but they trusted it, just as we find so many things we don't understand, whether it's like Jesus mentioned about the barren woman or things in our time we often don't understand but isn't it good that we're not saved by our understanding and isn't it good that we can simply believe. We can cast aside all those worries, benefits, So for now, at this moment, you can again believe all sins forgiven in the name and blood of Jesus. And before I leave from here, I also want to again be comforted and uplifted and 
assured that I can yet believe. Can you please preach that gospel to me? I promise to believe. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us join in closing benediction. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Do you think I am in our church? No. Yeah. I need an Ryan probably at a church. Well, I mean, I think that maybe not going here. I believe you will, maybe the least possible, so we can go with them. Okay. So I can make copies. Yeah. 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 104.
during afternoon church, I might have another cup of coffee because I've been seeming to have. Yeah, they're from Outlook at one o'clock. So I, I, I've been having three cups of coffee a day, even at the farm, and it hasn't affected. So I think it was. I think I was just putting too much creamer in my coffee. I think that's what was giving me a stomachache. So I've been putting less creamer, and it and it's helped. But you can also, did you know you can also get lactose-free creamer too? You can also get lactose-free creamer. Well, is it that